On the Record with White House correspondent April Ryan. I am so pleased to be talking to someone who has been around for a long time and knows about intelligence like you wouldn't believe. I'm talking about Congressman Benny Thompson, the ranking Democrat in the Homeland uh, Security Committee uh, in the House. Uh, Congressman Thompson, thank you so much for joining me with On the Record today. Uh, thank you for having me, April. Uh, just um, recently, you were in the headlines. You were calling, you were one of the members of the Congressional Black Caucus, uh, calling these these bombings uh, in Texas an uh, issue of terrorism. And we understand that there's no really formal uh, 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 definition of terrorism, but we know that, that they say if it's something political, you know, going against persons uh, about a political cause. But why would you call this terrorism as it was still happening and we hadn't heard from the perpetrator? point that we look at is this is out of the ordinary. Bombings is not something that happens every day. And surely when you have uh, two incidents where individuals are, are, are killed, a third incident, and, and, and other things happening, uh, that we finally figure out uh, that there's a nexus to all of it. Uh, there's a reluctance on the part of the Republican leadership uh, when something happens in this country that is not associated with radical Islamist Muslims, uh, that they shy away from it. Uh, We've not been able to get hearings held on domestic terrorism. We've not been able to get uh, enough energy here to say, look, terrorism under any circumstance is wrong whether there's a religious nexus or whether there's uh, just a, 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 a neo-Nazi nexus of what to it. So we want everyone, especially members of Congress, to be forthright and say domestic terrorism, regardless of where it's from, is a bad thing. Hmm. And, you know, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was clear saying there was no nexus of terrorism uh, in her tweet. And the president was talking about how bad it was, but he never said terrorism. Um, how could you uh, change this? You know, because we've seen Timothy McVeigh. We, we saw what happened there. I mean, a lot happened from this domestic terrorism. I mean, we've seen a domestic terrorism that's, that's, that's shootings. You know, we've seen Dylan Roof at uh, Mother Emanuel Church. You know, we call that terror when people are terrified and hunt, you know, hunted down, but it does not fit that, tif- that typical definition. What say you, and how do you change the dynamic? Well, you have to uh, call it uh, like members of the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, we see it as terrorism. Uh, and so uh, a dastardly deed of killing someone uh, and then continuing to do it multiple times is an act of terrorism. So uh, whether this leadership uh, in the White House refused to do it or not, we won't stand idly by uh, and kowtow uh, to their denying that this is an act of terrorism. Uh, And if there's a nexus, uh, whether it's uh, race, whether it's religion or something like that, we still have to call it. Every time that is an act that occurs in this country that you hear it's affiliated with someone uh, of the Muslim faith. Right off the bat, uh, without a step, everybody is saying it's a terrorist attack. 
it's a terrorist incident. And so we're saying, okay, that's fine. But when it happens uh, and it's not a religious uh, affiliation, it's still a terrorist act. And so uh, when you look at the statistics, April, there are more acts of domestic terrorism occurring in this country that has uh, no affiliation with religion. Uh, they're neo-Nazis, they're skinheads, they're uh, clans, persons, and all of that. Uh, so the record is already clear that there are more of those type activities occurring uh, than there are the ones associated with religion. Once again, we're on the record with Congressman Benny Thompson, the ranking Democrat in Homeland Security Committee in the Homeland Security Committee in the House. I am so thankful to be talking to you today. I mean, right now we've got a lot going on. And, you know, Congressman Thompson, when you think of intelligence and, 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 and not only intelligence, but national security issues, that's the other thing. Those are things that you deal with. I mean, I look at the issue of guns right now. You know, we've got people all around the world who are watching us and seeing, you know, our kids marching and we March 24th, you know, kids are going to be marching everywhere, particularly uh, in the nation's capital against guns. And we've had this gun issue for years. We're talking about, you know, I'm just saying for the last 21 years, I've seen Columbine, you know, from Columbine until now to Parkland. And even what happened here in Maryland just recently at another schoolhouse. Do you classify these kind of shootings as terrorism? Well, there's no question about it. And and the nexus, again, to this uh, is not an overreaction like you're hearing from this administration that the solution is to arm teachers in the classroom. Uh, what we have to do is look at the communities. We have to have that conversation with communities and talk about how do we make our communities safe. Uh, the president all of a sudden says he want to do away uh, with gun-free zones. Well, that's stupid. Why would you want gun-free zones in communities? Uh, uh, but those are just uh, one step along the way. Uh, if you want to, say, uh, have uh, the ability to de- have metal detectors in schools or what have you, then that's fine. But the extent that I see happening here is that all of a sudden this conflicts with the Second Amendment. Well, you know, at the time of the Second Amendment, April, the most uh, egregious weapon uh, was a bowing arrow or a musket. So this killing by assault weapons and uh, multiple uh, round magazines is something that wasn't even on the horizon. So what we have to do is to make sure uh, that we work through the background checks. Uh, if there's an issue in a person's background, that within three days we still should not allow that person to own a gun. Uh, We should move the age limit uh, up at least to 21, which is a reasonable thing to do. And as uh, supposedly the freest country uh, in the world, uh, these are reasonable things we should do. Uh, But this notion that 
uh, I should take my gun to church. I should take my gun to work. I should take my gun to school. Uh, we are a better country than that. And I'm not uh, buying into this notion that in order for us to be safe, everyone has to, to have a gun and own them uh, to, to do that. So uh, the president and, and his party uh, in this instance is absolutely wrong. And two things on this, and I'm going to close this one out and we're going to get into other issues uh, of of national security um, that are in the news. I mean, it seems like everything touches national security. Um, now, when we look at what happened in Maryland at the schoolhouse in Maryland um, at Great Mills, we, you know, we hear the president talk about, oh, we should arm teachers. But there was an armed security guard there, correct? There was an armed mm-hmm. security guard there. So does that knock the president's argument for arming teachers? Well, it just says that you need people uh, who it, who are licensed and trained to do those things, whose sole job is that. Uh, that person didn't have another job to do. That person didn't teach gym. He didn't teach English. Didn't teach math. Uh, so his job is to help secure that facility. So uh, it negates this notion that teachers should be on this person, trained professional, doing uh, his job. Unfortunately, uh, uh, that situation developed, but because you had a trained person there, uh, it was brought under control. And then at the end of the day, when all the dust settles on this gun issue right now, you know, the kids have marched and they've kind of quieted down or maybe not. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we hear congressional leaders saying that, hey, you know, it's great, but nothing is going to happen because the NRA is in the pocket of too many congressional leaders, even if the president were to acquiesce again uh, on the side of the kids. It's still that the NRA has too much weight with too many leaders. Is that the case? What can we well, expect? Well, there's no question. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Uh, the Republican leadership is bought and paid for uh, by the NRA. Uh, we won't see uh, Speaker Ryan bring any measure to the floor uh, of the House of Representatives on, on the House side simply because uh, they've told him not to do it. Uh, the children that will be in Washington uh, uh, and around the country marching are doing uh, absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, there's no better way to practice democracy than what the young people uh, will be doing uh, this Saturday. Uh, the right to assemble is fundamental in a democracy. The right to free speech is fundamental. And they're doing it. And I see the gun control issue uh, uh, ultimately coming down to how aggressive uh, our young people will provide the leadership. And Saturday is another step in demonstrating that leadership. Again, Congressman Benny Thompson with On the Record with April Ryan. Uh, We're talking uh, Homeland Security Committee issues. You know, we're talking national security issues. We're talking intelligence. We're talking things about things that have been happening and you don't realize the ramifications, the effects that they have uh, in terms of terming them as terrorism or terming them in different ways to to help fix this nation, to make this a greater nation or even make us better from where we have been because we are a great nation. We have been great, correct? Uh, Congressman Thompson. 
Well, there's no question about it. <laughs> we have a lot of things, uh, April, uh, that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. uh, election security yes. uh, is uh, fundamental. We finally got uh, Republicans to admit the Russians have been messing with us. Now, with uh, that, with that, and I'm glad you said that, and, and you've got the president who's admitting, but he's congratulating Vladimir Putin on his election win. But with that, I've heard from people in the intelligence community who said that if indeed, um, you know, all of this Russia stuff and even um, the the Stormy Daniels stuff continues to happen, it causes a distraction for the president, which could be fertile ground for those who look at look at us as their enemy. Is that the case? Well, uh, there's no question about it. Uh, I don't know how this president functioned with all this mess uh, going on. Uh, those intelligence briefings that I'm privy to not only say that the elections uh, of 2016 uh, were uh, tampered with, but they're saying the elections in 2018 and 2020 uh, at risk for uh, not just Russian meddling, but there's Iran, there's China. And so we have to have uh, as robust a system of uh, elections uh, as we possibly can. We have to defend our system of how we select our elected officials. And for a solid year, this administration pretended like nothing happened. Uh, we have proof that over 20 states uh, had their systems uh, tampered with by the Russians. Uh, the FBI said it, CIA, NSA said it. And so we had a final uh, acknowledgement uh, within the last week. Eh, well, something happened. Are you sure? We, we've been telling you that for a year. So now, uh, in this omnibus package we're about to vote on, is a $300 million investment in securing our election systems going forward. And how will but you do that? Back, how will you do that? Well, that? Uh, we will work with state and locals on reviewing their systems, showing them how they can uh, fortify and protect their systems. And unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, all our systems are independent. Every secretary of state in, 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 in each state has his or her own system of elections. So, so could it wind up being an integrated system, and would it go to paper? Will you leave the, the well, technology? What, what, ultimately, one? we're going to require a, a paper receipt for every precinct uh, that votes in America. Uh, that's the only way you can guarantee uh, that that system has not been tampered with because you need something to look at. So a paper if receipt we, meaning are you going to are you talking about circling in at the polls like they used to do when I was a kid, you know, using a pencil and circling in or erase and erasing or having that paper being punched because we saw what happened with right. Gore v. v. Bush right. with we, the dimple chads, the yes, hanging chads and pregnant chads. Yes, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, what we proposing is that you can use a scan system or or but at the end of the day you have to have a paper printout of the elections conducted at each precinct that's the only way you can avoid a tamper proof uh review uh, if it was solely with technology then technology can be tampered with uh and it's amazing that we've gone full circle 
as you say, back in the day, uh, it was paper. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost back to paper <laughs> because the Russians have been messing with us. And we have not put together a system uh, that can make that system foolproof or tamper-proof. And lastly, you know, when it comes to Russia, when it comes to Russia, there's so much with Russia right now. Um, What do you want to see this president do? What will make a big difference beyond the investigation to to, to really shore up that that we feel comfortable of his relationship and our relationship, be it whatever Well, first of all, Mr. President, read your intelligence briefings that you get presented to you every morning. Uh, Don't watch Fox TV and decide that's how you're going to act the rest of the day. Uh, Leave your intelligence professionals when they tell you uh, that Russia uh, has done everything to compromise our system of democracy and you have to protect us. Uh, Vladimir Putin is not your new best friend. Uh, He headed the Russian intelligence agency, which had a mission to undermine the United States government. Don't ever forget that. So uh, if there is something uh, in your background uh, that prevents you from doing that, then, Mr. President, do the right thing. Step away. Allow this country uh, to be a great country. But don't let us become a second-rate democracy because of what you did in the past that prevents you from being the president uh, that we all want in this great country of ours. Hmm. Anything else you'd like to add, Congressman Thompson? This this has been a, a great 15 minutes or so talking to you about national intelligence, uh, national security. Um, you know, you, you've got a lot of wisdom as the, as the ranking Democrat that sits on that Homeland Security Committee. Anything well, else? when I tell you that our intelligence professionals, uh, uh, they're doing their job. Uh, it's just that uh, the president and, and his immediate uh, staff around him uh, trying to somehow say that uh, they are not doing their job. Uh, when you criticize the FBI, uh, we all have friends who work there. They're thoroughly professional, and all of a sudden... Uh, because of what you have done in your past, you've now decided that all these intelligence professionals are somehow uh, anti-American, anti-democratic, or anti-Trump. I want you to believe that they're just doing their job. So uh, let me assure your listeners that uh, despite what you might hear uh, coming from the White House, uh, we still have the best system of intelligence, regardless to what the president is saying, and uh, to the extent that uh, we will provide oversight uh, on what he's doing and document it, we are doing it, uh, and my position as the ranking Democrat on Homeland Security. And you know, in a democracy, people have choices. And so some of these choices uh, we will be making over the next uh six to eight months. Congressman Benny Thompson, I thank you so, so much for joining me with On the Record with April Ryan. You're awesome. 
Thank you for having me. Don't forget to subscribe to On the Record on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.